the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, there is no church. Amen. The Holy Spirit is what makes you the Christian that you are. Amen. The Holy Spirit is the reason why we are here tonight. Amen. He is the Spirit of God Himself that makes us born again. Amen. According to Scripture. And um, pertaining to the Holy Spirit, we need Him tonight more than ever. Any of us should go home not, you know, and, and there's one thing I want to say. Um, today what we do is that we boast about something we don't have. But God will not leave us uncertain when we go home. Amen. We want to have what we boast about. Amen. Um, the Holy Spirit is real. He is the very Spirit of God. And I want to, I want to, I want you to know this truth. God wants us to know this truth. And he's very here in our presence. If we will stir ourselves up to lay hold of him. He's the only person we need. Literally, living, we need Holy Spirit. Amen. The Bible makes it very clear. Without the Spirit of God, you are dead. As our brother Redden was sharing earlier. So before even we go ahead, if you're here, I don't know. But if you're here, you've not made the decision of accepting Christ to begin with. You simply don't have the Holy Spirit. Because he is the very spirit that makes you a child of God. Amen. Yes. Without the Holy Spirit, you are not born again. You can read that from John 3. So if you have not made a decision to give your life to Christ, forget it. You don't have Holy Spirit. You can't say Christ lived on the inside of you if you have not made that very decision to accept Christ. And you'll be given a privilege as we pray. You can come up here and commune with God yourself. That he may have mercy and, and rebirth you again. Amen. The second thing I want to speak about real quickly. And this the verse here in John 16. I'll read it real quickly. You don't need to turn us before we pray. The second thing is for those who have given their lives to Christ. For you and I, all believer. The Bible says in, in Acts 5. That the Holy Spirit is given to them that continuously obey God. So we need the power of the Holy Spirit. Even though we've been born by God. We need the consistent power of the Holy Spirit. And without this power of the Holy Spirit, you are dead as anything. We need a power. How many of us are still born in addictions and sins and so on? Listen, we can't boast about something we don't have. You can stay here and say, I have Holy Spirit power all I want. But you get home and easily fall. You can't even turn on the TV to pray. Come on. We want that power when we will speak according to the authority of the word and mountains will be moved because the Holy Spirit is the only one that's capable of doing that. The Bible says that when he comes, I'll read here quickly, John chapter 16, verse 8 downwards. He says, Jesus says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. This is Jesus speaking. It is expedient. It's very advantageous for me, for, for you, that I go away. Jesus says, it is good that he goes. Why? For if I go, not away, the comforter. He is talking about the Holy Spirit. If Jesus does not go, the Holy Spirit is not coming. Because this whole Holy Spirit, the very Spirit of God is embodied in one person, Jesus Christ. And after he's been crucified on the cross, now the Spirit can be released on people like you and I. As our brother was saying earlier, our brother that came from North Carolina. And this is the very Spirit of God. You and I need Him. 
Look, when we have Holy Spirit, the Comforter, we will move mountains. We will speak to storms and it will stop. It is true. The sins that quickly beset us with the power of the Holy Spirit, we can overcome that. There is never a problem that is presented to Holy Spirit that He cannot solve. Because He does not do things on His own. He hears from the Father and He does it. And what the Father says is yea and amen. Holy Spirit is the very power that we need. No wonder God told the disciples, Jesus said to them, go and wait until He comes. For when He comes, He will give you power. How many of us have that power today? That's the question. But how many of us desire that power? You can put your hand up. How many of us desire that power to move mountains, to do things for the glory of God? If you desire it, Jesus has prayed for us. He has prayed for us in John 17. And you will have him. But we don't want to go home deceived and say, well, I have God inside of me. No. But there is a power that God is stretching us tonight to tap into. So you see, he says in Ephesians, he says, arise, O sleeper. There is a part that you have to play. Quicken yourself up to lay hold of Christ. I don't know why you're here tonight. But if you want to experience the true spirit of God, you can. Don't look left, don't look right. You are here because of Jesus Christ. And if it's one person, you will receive him. If you make up your mind. Amen. And he says here, And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not of me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father. And ye see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you. But ye cannot bear them. Now verse 13. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, has come. He will guide you into all truths. Not some truth. Listen. All truths. Truth is not in any man but the Holy Spirit. Because he's that very spirit of truth. And when he comes, he will lead you to all truth. How many of us want to be set free from the lies of the devil? I want to be set free. The devil has been lying to me for so many years. But I'm going to be set free tonight by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. He comes on Peter and he sets them on fire. To the point that they evangelize her to a whole new world. That they turn their hearts to Christ. And Holy Spirit will use you and I for that purpose. And I'm talking to believers. For those who are not saved, please, the first thing you need to do is that you will seek Christ. You make a decision in your heart that you want to give your life to Christ. Other than that, you don't have Holy Spirit. But Christ desired that you will come to him. And so he's made every provision. But I'm talking to the believers now. We need that power of the Holy Spirit, the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit. Constant power of the Holy Spirit. And without him there, we can come to church and do all these things. After all the music and everything is that we go back to our home, homes and get back to the same attitude. But man, when Holy Spirit comes, He gives you different desires, new passions. He gets you up night and you wake up and you pray and you weep and you can't help but do that. And there's the power of the Holy Spirit. He gets you on your feet, pray for hours and hours and commune with God because He will give you the Spirit. He's the Spirit that connects you with God. 1 Corinthians 2 says, and if you continue, the Bible says he'll tell you things to come. How many of us want to know things to come? How many of Look, we can't lie to ourselves. He's here tonight. If only we will stir ourselves up to, to ask and plead with him tonight so that he will fill us. And don't look to anybody, please. When Peter was in the upper room, he was not looking to James and Andrew and said, no, 
Jesus died for him on the cross. And that's what he's done for you. He's died on the cross. Now we need the power of the Holy Ghost to come upon us. So when we do say that, we have the Holy Spirit. It's not just in words, but there's a demonstration of the Holy Spirit upon our lives. Amen. So we're not just speaking, but we speak with the authority of God. And how many of us want that? Our families are in bondage. We want our power to rebuke the devil. And tonight you and I are going to wrestle with God just like Jacob did. We're going to say, oh God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. I don't want to go home deceiving myself over and over and over and say, I have your Holy Spirit, but don't see anything. Because God is faithful. He says, you ask, you continually ask, I will give you. What do you need? Power to heal, power to do signs. I will give you so that my people will be edified. So that the church of God will move forward. And that's the spirit we are here to seek tonight. And it's nobody but the Holy Spirit. Amen. So at this moment, as we all close our eyes and begin to call on God, Jesus has prayed for you and I. You just have faith in Jesus tonight. And begin to commune with him. Tell him, Jesus, fill me with that power. That Holy Ghost you filled the disciples with back in the day. That they were able to walk in your power and authority. I don't want to be deceived tonight, going home not knowing what I'm doing. I want to be going home sure that I'm not going back to that addiction. That I can speak to any storm in my life. And that storm will leave because of the power of the Holy Ghost. Begin to wrestle with God. Don't look anywhere. Just talk to Him. Just talk to Him. And, and you guys, the musicians, if you, can, if you can also pray for now and just pause the music for a while. We're going to get to that. But just commune with God, okay? We don't want to get sensational. Just talk to God. He's here in our midst. You will go home strengthened by the power of the Holy Ghost. Just begin to talk to him. And if you haven't given your life to Christ, this is life and death matters. Please, you can come up here. No one is going to look down on you. Jesus went on the cross for you for that reason. Just come up here and surrender. If you're backslidden, come up here and give your life to Christ and talk to him. But we're going to pray. Just begin to call on God. You don't look to anybody. No one can help you here. But Holy Spirit will fill. Begin to call on Him. Begin to call on Him. Tell Him to fill you with newness, with that power He mentions. He says when the comforter comes, He will give you strength from above. He will give you power. How many of us need that power? Yes, I need that. Holy Spirit, fall afresh upon us tonight.